Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show I have a very special guest who's written a new book called Messages from the Divine, Wisdom for the Seeker's Soul um, and we're going to be having a very spiritual talk today so um, buckle in and get ready for that um, but before I introduce my special guest I just want to remind you that once the show is finished uh, don't forget to click the link below this video so you can download the free ebook version of my best-selling book Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So please let me introduce my special guest today, Sarah Wiseman. How are you, Sarah? I'm great. Thanks for having me here. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's such a pleasure to have you here as well. Um, and I love the book. Uh, I love the subject that we're going to be talking about uh, because uh, we know that uh, when it comes to, you know, our community, we talk a lot about law of attraction, but then we also talk about spirituality as well and how to have a spiritual practice, uh, which kind of permeates every part of our life. Uh, and gives gives meaning and fulfillment and and you know really gives us a sense of purpose so so i'm looking forward to this conversation so why don't we start first of all with um with who you are like what's your background how did you get into into writing about such an esoteric subject ah thank you you know i have a very very mainstream background so this uh part of the journey this journey in my lifetime is was really unexpected for me i was um I was a soccer mom, I was a Catholic, I just had a very, very mainstream upbringing and lifestyle. And uh, then I had this uh, uh, event or this trauma that opened me up back in 2000. And just as people say, these events, they tend to change you. And they not only changed my outlook and my understanding, but they changed, I'm no longer a soccer mom. <laughs> So they just changed everything for me, uh, this, this new way of understanding things. But never in my wildest dreams did I ever think I would uh, be doing this or even thinking about this. It wasn't in my vocabulary before. Right. So when you talk about this event, I assume you're referring to your near-death experience? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit what happened there. Well, um, I don't get into the gory details too much because they're just something I don't like to refer to, but uh, it was on a plane and obviously we were all okay. But what happened, not so much the, 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 the nitty gritty, but, but what happened to me emotionally and um, spiritually from that event is that for the first time ever, I understood or saw or felt the divine. So all this time I'd been in Christian churches or Catholic churches and I'd always known about all of it, but I never had that essential core shift of, oh, it's it's here, it's it's real. Oh my goodness, this absolute awe and bliss moment. And that was the change. That was the change in knowing at the deepest core that everything was true and real for me was the the thing that began to shift and from that moment um the psychic abilities opened and and all these other changes that came that people report and talk about it's not i'm certainly not the only one that this has happened to that's for sure right so um so did this expand on your you know on your religious beliefs no that's a, such a good question no in fact i think it kind of threw them out the window um, I couldn't find um, in the religions that I was exposed to, not saying this is true for everything, but I couldn't find something big enough to contain 
what I'd experienced. Right. And so that began this incredible search for, well, what is the answer then? You know, how, how do we look at this? And that became the quest of my life, I guess I would say. Right. So, uh, so uh, after that, it sounds like you took up a, a practice of meditation. Um, mm -hmm. And it looks like the that some of the teachings that have come through in the book have come through, uh, you know, your meditations. So where is this voice coming from? Like, what do you think is, is you know, is this intuition? Is this divine? You know, how would you describe it? I would describe it um, at the beginning. It was very distinctive. Uh, I don't want to use this. Let's see. I'm going to say beings. I'm going to say beings. Uh, they had personality, they had characteristics. And then as this has progressed for me, it's really, um, in almost, it's almost like you become entrained to what the voice is sounding like from these beings. And then gradually the beings just started to not be as strong. There's, it's more like a, just, just the, it just comes through. And I don't mean I have voices in my head. That's not, I'm a very grounded, uh, practical person, um, but but just this this sense of knowing that is not from my own brain uh, begins to come through in meditation. And I was uh, I was a journalist and those kinds of things where you're having to do a lot of typing at the time, and so I it was very easy for me to type on a laptop uh, with my eyes closed, and I just began to okay, let's just type this down as it comes in and see what we've got here. And that was the beginning of uh, sort of how these messages came through um, in this particular book. Oh, wow, and so so explain for the people who haven't read the book yet, um, what are the messages? You know, what, what is it that's coming through? The messages are spiritual teachings and I'm gonna call it, or I've started to think about it, is it's a spiritual guidebook for how we're here to live as from the idea that we're souls instead of the, the idea that we're humans or the idea that we're egos or personalities. It's a book that helps you understand what it means to be a soul. Like, okay, we're a soul in this lifetime. What is that all about? Um, and then it also teaches, so that's the first part, you're a soul, that's your main purpose besides anything else. And the next piece is um, the universe is always in communication with us. It's not just us reaching out to the universe, help me, guide me, show me. It's the universe continually answering back and talking back. Like every single second, um, the universe is answering us. And so it's how do we get this two-way communication? How do we understand how to use that? Right. So what I hear you saying is that anyone has the ability to be able to tap into this. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. In fact, and it's so simple. I, I'm curious, you know, it's such a, a strong and powerful tool to have for all of us. It astonishes me that we don't have this tool or all the other spiritual tools, you know, that we're not just taught this from kindergarten on, you know, why aren't we being taught this as children? But it takes a while to begin to learn it, I think. Right. And is there a special way to meditate? Like how do we, how do we get this connection with the divine? You know, um, a lot of people have these really beautiful longer meditation or formal meditation practices. And I teach a style that I would call um, maybe intuitive gathering, where we go in very quickly and we just allow what I call a guiding vision or a message to come in. Usually it comes in almost instantaneously. 
maybe we might stay in meditation for as long as five minutes, but because we are one with the universe, the answer is already there before we ask the question. So we can just quickly go into this divine space and kind of catch it really quickly. We don't have to spend a lot of time uh, searching or seeking in the meditative realm. Meditative practices are wonderful, but in terms of looking for that answer, very, very quick, very, very quick. Right. And so you said the universe is, uh, you know, in constant communication with us. Um, how, how how does it do that? <laughs> are we is oh, it showing up every day that we're missing? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I would say there's no time. There's no time. It's not in communication. Hmm. Uh, but the main ways that I think that are easiest to learn are things along the lines of working with guides in meditation, working, tracking the synchronicities and the events and signs in your life, which is a lovely way the universe likes to um, work with us. A um, animals and nature. Um, I've had so many, I live out in the woods in Oregon, and I've had so many experiences in the natural world that directly answered, you know, some, some question maybe about work that I have. And then I go out and, and a, a, there's a, a, a totem animal that I see skittering by and it just immediately answers. Um, and then also just the events in our life. When we start to look at how we're being led, what's happening, we begin to have this idea of the sense of the flow the universe is taking us in. So uh, when we start to pay attention, well, this happened, and then this, and then this, and we start to look at the journey, um, it gives us a really clear idea of um, where we're headed. And, and hopefully that's where we want to be headed. <laughs> and if not, then we can adjust. Right. I know. And it sounds, uh, you know, I always had this thing, especially if I'm in a challenge, um, I always I go, you know, this is going to be a really good part of the story when I tell it later to, to other people. Um, and I know that everything is happening for me. And, and I also keep what we call an evidence journal. So all the things that show up that I know is the universe giving me the resources I need. Um, you know, I write that down. So again, when I'm having a challenge, I can look at this evidence journal and go, okay, this is this is cool. This, I, you know, I know that that everything's happening for me. So, um, so this must have been a little bit of a change for you. Um, you know, after you had, you know, your incident in what is it, 2000, and and now you're kind of no longer a soccer mum. Like, how did did uh, the people around you respond to this? Oh, not well, not well at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that, you know, I think sometimes when we go through these really, really big passages, our lives pretty much shift. We, we step into a new self. So for example, I got divorced. I lost, um, or I lost all the work that I was doing in uh, uh, marketing and so forth. I was really sort of forced, like when you talk about this evidence journal, in terms of events, I was really forced to no longer keep any part of my old life, save you know my my children, um, those relationships. Really, I was asked to step into a different role entirely. And I think if the universe had not been nudging me, and I'm going to say nudging is the, the polite way, but if the universe had not been pushing me into this new path quite so hard. Um, I might not have made the step. So, and now looking back, I see, well, that was all perfect destiny, perfect, perfect attraction, everything, everything exactly as it should have been, even though at the time it seemed like a very dark night of the soul. Right. 
You know, and that's the thing. Like, I think that, um, I mean, there are a lot of uh, people at the moment who have a spiritual message who, you know, uh, and especially on the Inspiration Show, I've been doing this now for, I think, nearly five years. I've done over 500, nearly 600 shows um, and from people from all walks of life. But there is a there seems to be a theme when it comes to people like yourself who were living a regular life you know, soccer mom going along, and then uh, and then an event happens, and whether it awakens something that you that was prevalent when you were a child that you kind of made dormant, and then it came awake again, or something like a near death experience wakens up a gift or energy in you uh, to be able to take a path that is scary, um, and maybe has to get you to possibly question, you know, what's in your material world, um, but you have the courage to be able to still, you know, walk forward with this message. Um, I really commend you for that because it's, you know, I think it's a message that we all need to hear. Um, so who do you think was, is going to benefit the most from the book and who's, who's it really written for? Oh, I think it's really written for those people that you, uh, everyone who's been experienced this, this sense of something, there's something more, there's something out there, um, I, I need to find a way to um, unlock my spiritual self, but I don't know how. This is a really good starting point for people who are just new to the spiritual path, but don't want to maybe use a religious path or um, something more traditional. It's very, the word is ecumenical. Uh, it's for all belief systems. It, you know, you, you can apply it uh, um, I wouldn't say it's actually for all belief systems. I do want to backtrack on that, but it's very ecumenical. It's very open. It's a very open system. There aren't rules or moralities or, or particular rituals. It's, it's really just this idea of what if you start to look at yourself as a soul and what if that was your perspective? And my goodness, that means you're infinite. That means that you have many lifetimes. That means, and so that begins to change the perspective from the small, you know, money, job. It, it just really expands the view. And sometimes that in itself is enough to ah, give that big breath of relief. Like, oh, this isn't the only time through. I, I can, I can learn as I go. Um, and then for people that are very advanced, I think that the book sort of reads on two levels is what I found. Like, it's great for people who are starting, for people who are well on the path, they're like, oh, now I get this part, or now I get this part. It's written at a variety of levels for people. Right. So um, I, uh, I, I want to ask you now where people can get in touch with you and, and connect with you, because not only do you have the book, but you also have a free 11-week course that you, you're connecting with the book as well. So tell us, yeah. tell us about that, which is yeah. exceptionally generous. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yes, you know, I teach a lot of courses. And in fact, that's where mostly people know me from is from the online courses that I teach. And I thought, I'll just do a course that goes with the book. And then we can, we can have like the most giant book study group ever <laughs> and just do it together. And um, it's a self-study course, but we have almost a thousand people already signed up. So you can just go to sarahwiseman.com and um, right now we're all going to start together, but then later uh, I'll make it so that it's um, just whenever you get the book, the, the course will be ready to start with you at, this, at the point that you're at. So there's no rush or worry or concern about that. Awesome. Sarah, 
thank you for joining me today. Um, and uh, I really appreciate your time and uh, and thank you for the work that you're doing. Because, you know, I, I also believe that there are people who are just starting. You know, if you're listening to this this show and this, this conversation has sparked something in you, then I really highly encourage you to go to Sarah's website, which is sarahwiseman.com. We'll actually have a banner to the side here or a link underneath the video. So you can click there directly and go straight through. So thanks again, Sarah, for joining me. It's oh, been thank you. <laughs> it's my great pleasure to talk with you. Thank you. Awesome. Now, guys, I encourage you to get the word out, help us share the message. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Uh, like I said, click on the banner or the link to go through to Sarah's website. And don't forget when all is over, uh, if you click the link below that, uh, you can download a, a free version of my ebook of Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.